0: I'm going to go
1: on top of that too you know so i get tons of newsletters and shit so Mm -hmm. i stay in touch with like a bunch of media shit and all that stuff because of those cool newsletters so uh, one of the news ones that i just got was that amc just doesn't think that they can ever recover from uh, this pandemic uh, right and all the closings dude and i was like shit like it's when you stop to think about it you kind of just kind of have to take a deep breath and, like, well, what then? Like, how are you, how am I gonna get my movies? You know, like, like, how, how, what are they gonna do with the locations now? Are other smaller independent, like, movie companies or whatever gonna, like, rise up and shit? Like, fuck, dude. Like, that's, that's, um, it goes to show you, like, this shit decimated everything.
0: Yeah. Like, if, I don't think it's gonna kill like the theater industry, like you know, it,
1: it, it's always gonna be there because people are always gonna make movies. So there's right. always gonna have to be a way to get well, no, that to like, the people, right?
0: That's what I mean. like I there's always gonna be a movie industry because, Correct. you know, if like we've already and then that was part of the the thing with AMC. They mentioned that they might not recover because also the landscape is changing in the way that like, People are discovering that they can just watch these movies at home.
1: Yeah, um, that and is that, true. Like but, we've um,
0: we've brought that up on this show too, where it's that's what's scaring them too. Where we we were like, yeah, Invisible Man is perfect for like a a weekend thing, or it's a, like a Scoob. We wouldn't have seen Scoob listen, if it was a VOD.
1: You know how many times I have to buy Trolls uh, World Tour? Yeah, yeah, Dude, I bought go. it on several occasions. Like it, yeah. I just bought it again today. <laughs> All right, so they're making their money.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what AMC was talking about. It's uh, not only are the just the general closures that you know, everybody, nobody's going to the movies anymore. I um, I want to go to the movies. <laughs> yeah, but that that's the thing. Like, yeah, like that's that's something we do have to consider. They're it's gonna like
1: it, yeah, because they have to weigh: is it even worth having a location like a brick and mortar spot to yes. even showcase? these films if we could easily um either do like a subscription service Mm -hmm. or a streaming service of some kind like an amc a-list streaming service and get their money that way you know or they can do the pay-per-view thing so there are channels now that have that have been in place
0: that's that's the thing though because the theaters are middlemen and like, if if these movies suddenly like that's that's the thing they were saying with AMC, they they even boycotted. That's right, you're we, right. We exactly. talked about this too. Yes, where they boycotted right. Universal for the fact that like they released it digitally because they're cutting out the middleman.
1: That's right. And so AMC would not have a streaming service at all. No, so it because sucks because I just got have used no, to that a list shit, man.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I totally get it because. I, I agree with you completely. Like I love theaters and no. absolutely like that's that's part of like the fact that I can't do it sucks. Yeah, that's just, big time. It, you like it getting them cut out made me realize how much of like a, a weekly thing they were. Dude, like, it was I,
1: for me especially a weekly thing. Like I right. that was my pastime as a father of two, you know, and like a dude who doesn't really like, you know, the nightlife or the bar scenes or anything like that, you know. Um, theaters were always, uh, a way to just kind of get away for right. two or three hours and, uh, eat some popcorn and watch a good flick.
0: Yeah. Cause that's the other thing too. It's not even like a long hangout. You're like, oh, I'm just, I'm just taking two, three hours out of my day to do this. And then, then I can go do all this other stuff I have to do. And, like, it was always just an easy thing like that. And the fact that stuff is digital now, we do have to consider, like, what is what is the future of the movie industry going to look like? Well, like you were saying, like, are are they just going to start... Just dropping him digitally? Are we gonna, you know, what's gonna happen to Marvel? What's gonna happen to all this stuff? Well, we're gonna soon find out.
1: Probably really soon um, in July, right. I believe, because yes, uh, yes. Mr. Uh, Christopher Nolan he still wants to release um, his movie Tenant, which looks really cool.
0: And it, it dropped a trailer recently too.
1: Yeah, uh, and he still wants to release it, and it's still set to be released on that date, and um, that's. That, for example, is one of those movies that it's a shame that you won't be able to watch it in a big screen because it's filmed in IMAX and Nolan does a lot of cool shit. Um, So I'm curious what's going to happen with that because they're very dead set on that date. And also I think they um, moved up the date for um, some Russell Crowe road rage movie or something as well um, to like early July or some shit. So –
0: yeah. Yeah, because that's that's the other thing too. Like, what's gonna what's gonna be the movie that gets you there to to take the risk? You know? I mean,
1: <laughs> I would go see Tenet, but if the option of seeing it at home is there, which honestly will probably be there, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. if the option to, of seeing it at home is not there, they're gonna lose a lot of money. Yep. Legit, because people are not gonna go venture out just to see a Christopher Nolan movie, dude. I haven't even seen Dunkirk yet, and that's available on some oh, in some streaming sources or HBO or some shit, you know? Right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so it, yeah, yeah. It,
0: right.
1: it, it's not like it's a Dark Knight movie, you know?
0: Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, what's gonna be the movie that like gets you to theaters? Like, there there are a few that set on on fall.
1: Maybe on Halloween November. Kills.
0: Yeah, because they're still like that one's still aiming for like October, November, I think. Yeah. There hasn't been a delay announced yet. Uh Goldeneye or what I said Goldeneye. <laughs> Fuck it. This it. I wish Goldeneye
1: would come out again. I <laughs> know. So, I totally go and watch that shit.
0: But the No Time to Die is setting like they wanted it they moved they were In the November, first right? big movie. Yeah, they were the first big movie to move to November. Yeah. And then Godzilla vs. Kong just got delayed. It wasn't pandemic delay, it was just like delayed November but that's still holding on to the November release date now. So yeah. like is would one of those be big enough for you to be like okay, I'm going to do Me personally
1: um like I just mentioned if the option of watching it at home is there, yep, on the same I day, I I'm going to stay home. Like I will listen, I am the kind of dude who will have no problem um rewatching the movie if I like it over and over again. You know what I mean? Like right. I'll buy it, I'll rent it, you know, I'll give you your 20. I'll, I I'm that kind of guy, so I don't mind spending the money. But if convenience wise, if it's there, then yes, if they don't give me that option, I might have to venture out and see it. But that all depends how they do things, right? Because the closest theater to me is AMC, right? So who's gonna right. be who's gonna be there to show me the movie? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Who's gonna be the one to be like, oh, hey, listen, we're gonna open up. So if the big guy, if AMC, if uh, what is it, American Movie Company, right? Um, mm-hmm. If they are saying, hey, we don't think we can reopen, what then? Like, like Regal yet has yet to you know file any bankruptcy. Um, and, yeah,
0: then, uh, and, and then there's Cinemark is planning to open up too soon. And one of the things is they're not requiring face masks.
1: They're not requiring face masks. So nah. you're gonna have people sitting in this room and just breathing all over each other. <laughs> yeah. are, are they gonna? Are, are they gonna like take people's fucking temperatures and shit? At least you know,
0: Pro- probably not. I don't know.
1: That's the thing. What measures are these theaters gonna take? I was yeah. reading um, an article where like it would have to be staggered seating, obviously, and maybe screens between seats. But then I'm like, how about if I wanted to go take my wife to the movie? So how would that work with their system? And if If they're selling a staggered seating system, logically be what be you know seat one, skip one, seat one, skip one, right? So how about if I just wanted to sit next to my wife? How does that work for the person sitting next to her? You know, because then it's not staggered, so it kind of ruins their whole system. So they have to kind of figure out how to properly bring back people and that's gonna be tough being that theaters are like this enclosed space where you're just there laughing and breathing and just you know doing all kind of like human shit
0: I, what it sounds like from you, and what I've come to the conclusion too, it's like it's it's gonna take something huge to like get me to like you know if before a vaccine comes out, vaccine once the vaccine hits, cool, I'm gonna do whatever. It's going back to normal life from there. word exactly. But but like before that, it's gonna take like I I don't know at this point like what kind of movie would listen. i know, really like I, going
1: out to get like fresh air these days. Like I yeah. go out like I go out because I'm an essential worker. You know what I mean? So like I go right. to work still. But, like, after that, like, they're like, oh, let's take the kids out for some fresh air. And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of good off that. Like, the less exposure, (laughs) the better. Like, uh, again, it's like you said, if there's no vaccine or anything like that, You know, what am I doing? You know, like I'm not going to put my life at danger just in case some kind of feeling of, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Let me go watch this shit. People are still kind of crazy out there. And as we've seen lately, people are still fucking coming up positive and shit. So like you said, uh, unless they have like a vaccine or like some kind of way to prevent this shit from happening and from coming back and it's not happening. I don't understand how they can even think of doing it. Like, I know that sports is trying to open back up, but they're a bit more controlled and they have the money to kind of, you know, control their environment more than a movie theater who depends solely on concessions. You can't expect,
0: like, movie theaters can barely keep up with the already, like, the already the level of cleaning they have to do all the time. So it's like, it's tough to keep up with that, you know, And, and then imagine, like, trying to tell them to sanitize even more. And then, you know these people don't get paid enough. Like clearly not to like do to do the already hard job that it is to do this stuff. Word. And the, and then yeah, then you want them to go that extra mile and sanitize. Like mm, that's again, that's a lot. That's a lot to ask, man.
1: If the option to watch it at home, is going to is will be there, then I am sitting at home. And honestly, I, I think it's going to be there. 'Cause yeah. they don't know when this thing is gonna reopen. Um, supposedly New York is set to reopen mid June or something in, in like a week or something, or like next week or some shit. And fuck that.
0: Yeah, and if there's a second <laughs> wave well, you know, and that takes us into twenty twenty one, then you know, then what are all these movies and stuff gonna do? It's you can't hold on to them forever. And that's that's what I mean. Like, streaming is it's probably gonna be that like, the theater industry might change, but the movie industry won't. Because they'll just put all these stuff in streaming services. And, you know, and there'll I'll take be, that. <laughs> Yeah, there'll be deals made. It'll be on VOD. Like, there there will be new ways to do it. Like, Disney's already kind of messing with that. Like, with the Marvel shows and Mandalorian. They, they're they're providing more streaming content specifically. Um Like, all these companies are providing more streaming content, specifically. And now it's becoming, like, bigger budget movies and, you know, big stuff.
1: Well, you know what? Um, I'm glad it finally is happening. Unfortunately, it's because of what's going on in the world. Right. That they finally were like, oh, you know what? We can do it like this. And, of course, you could do it like that. Fucking Netflix has been doing it like that for years now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. The only thing that's going to be an issue is, like, when... When all this content they already have is released, then, like, what? You know? (laughs) Then what? Yeah, because it's like if you can't produce anymore during all this stuff.
1: Well, um, to that, let's quickly say hello to the folks, real quick. And welcome (laughs) to episode 37 of The Morgue, the official course free podcast. And with me, as always, is Nick Valdez of comicbook.com. Howdy, Tex.
0: Howdy, everybody. How you doing?
1: I'm uh, I'm good. I'm good. And I am Arturo Padilla, as always, the guy behind that face. And we're just talking about the movie theater industry and what's going to happen or what might happen. I was reading as well in an article that they said that uh, they have these movie sets now like pretty much in a bubble. So Mm -hmm. they're 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 ready to produce shit. So to your take about the, you know, the streaming content and the actual content for those streaming services, I think Hollywood is ready to start making shit. And these movie studios I've heard are kind of like bubbled out and totally sanitized and like all the equipment and they have plans in place already to start filming shit. So mm, um, okay. I believe we're going to start getting new content soon. Because as you said, people are absorbing all this content at a very high rate. And um, speaking of uh, absorbing content at a high rate, fucking – I just recently subscribed to uh, DC Universe.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. And damn, dude, like the content on that stuff is just fucking great. Like aside from yeah, being like a, a comic dude – Right, you have all this fucking DC animated stuff and DC live action shows.
0: Yeah, it's we were just talking about HBO Max. Like we both joined that one. Well, because HBO already. But we were just talking about how we got that service. But I'm watching more on DC Universe. I like. I don't know. It's just they 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 have good content. Like all this. Uh, it's it's really just the DC originals.
1: Yeah, it's you know? it's really good content. Um, yeah. One specifically is that uh, Harley Quinn show, the animated yeah. one. Yeah. That was just fucking it. It's a breeze. I binge watched that shit. It took me like two days to like catch up to two seasons. Uh, it's addicting to watch. It's very uh, it, it's fun to watch. It's mature content, which is great. Yes. Um. It's you know cursing here and there, fucking kills everywhere, blood and guts and bones breaking. It's awesome. It's fucking great. And it's it's lighthearted, you know? Uh, yeah. Batman yeah. Um, is voiced by that guy from the Drew Carey show.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> Drew Bader. Yeah. That one's, that one's cool because he yeah. was the voice of Batman in uh, Brave and the Bold. Do you ever see that one?
1: Oh, I've seen episodes of Brave and the Bold. That one wasn't that bad. That's cool. That's a good pull. I'm glad they brought him back for that. He was good. I liked yeah, him in that. Yeah,
0: his- he was uh, cuz Brave and the Bold was like the goofy like 60s or not 60s but like the silver age I think that's what it's called Yeah like when like the classic type where he's like kind of goofy and uh, but that yes, one also it- had like it had a ton of uh, like, shorter, shorter episodes where it was all team ups. Okay. With like, yeah, they it had he had team ups with like Plastic Man. That's cool. All That's sort-
1: easier to kind of you know absorb too, you know, because it's yeah, different, yeah. you know, especially if you put him with these B level guys.
0: Yeah, it was all like these obscure comics heroes that they would just have him team up with for like. It would always open with one of those. Like it was just a little like day in the life of Batman. That's cool. Team- like oh he's team with Wonder Woman this episode but the next episode it's like um, uh, who who's another one uh like more uh, what's the guy's name Metamorpho or the the guy who like turns into elements yeah it doesn't matter at this point but like, you got me definitely- on that one <laughs> but then like he team up with like Swamp Thing I think and like it was it was just like it, it's a cool little show but it right. was a nice little. It's like you said, it's a nice little callback to the that's fact awesome. that they he was already a Batman. So but, that's um, why he's that's why he's so good here too. That's great. Yeah,
1: yeah, like the voice cast is really good. And like just in terms of just uh of us here like at the morgue, like you have like adult content, and we love adult content here. Um uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. to the point where it's you have a lot of gore, which is great. Um yeah. a lot of good gore too. It's just it's stuff that you can, you dream of seeing in a movie and shit, and you like, and they really stress the fact that these characters are you know comic book characters, and and the kills are exactly what you would see in you know, the pages of that shit. Yeah, and, and it's really cool. And another fucking like show on there that I started getting onto is um uh, Swamp Thing. Mm, um, yes, dude, fucking mm. so- that show. Yeah. Uh, I just. I just happened to see just this one episode, the pilot episode, and it was really good. Um, it's super dark. There is very good use of uh, fucking practical effects and CG effects. Um, it's very thing-like, you know, like the John Carpenter shit, right?
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: And, uh... uh it's a lot of body horror so you would definitely fucking dig it dude they oh, yeah. they do the the you know the vines coming out shit like and this is all before you even see swamp thing bro legit like swamp thing you first like you you only see him like at the end of the first episode right but like this is all before you get to any of that actual swamp thing shit just wow. they set up the environment and they show how this this swamp is alive right and mm-hmm. they do it really well surprisingly well and i know you were telling me that uh, there is no season two because they just yes. completely you know stopped the show entirely right
0: yeah it was just canceled like a uh, the first or it was like the i want to say it was after the first episode came out it was one of those cancellations too ouch like they they had already like Planned it out. They they like had the production of the season. Like it's basically like that season was in the bag at that point. And then when the when the first one came out, or it was like week two, it, it really wasn't that long. They just were like, nope, it's not going to happen anymore. And so <laughs> so reportedly, it was just because it was too expensive. And for what you're telling me, it sounds expensive.
1: The production is insane. Um, I don't know what they thought they were getting into but you know whatever they wrote on paper is pretty much probably what they uh imagined in their heads you know and it's what you see on the screen the production looks like it's a a fox show like constantine or something you know constantine looked really good and um And the Exorcist show on Fox also looked really good. So it it had that level of quality of production. And this is only the first episode. So the the characters were good. um, But just more impressively was um, just like the gore and just the horror shit. Awesome. I didn't expect it whatsoever. And we're getting our fill, like you and I, of this fucking, you know, adult DC content.
0: Yeah. Like this is – we've talked about this on the show plenty of times. Like I think when we we talked about Joker and all that – where it's like, this is where they can set themselves apart from Marvel. Like, this is how they win. And like, this, this is like giving us this varied, like, it's not even just adult content, it's varied content. You know, because then, like, if you don't want the super, super bloody and violent ones, like, on DCU, the ones where they can do a little bit more, then you could watch, like, the Arrowverse stuff on CW. You have all those TV versions of the DC Universe, you know, where it's, like, it's, it, it, like, there's consequences and all that, but it's all comic book. Like, you know, there's death and stuff, but it's not, like, bloody death. Yo, or, speaking like, of death, though, like,
1: I'm surprised they don't have any of the Vertigo shit on there yet, you know?
0: yeah like that's it's crazy like, like i, I want to see
1: fucking i want to see the sandman shit you know i want to mm-hmm. see creature shit on there let me see all the vertigo shit like what's up with that
0: yeah i think sandman was going to be a netflix thing uh last last time I well the
1: actual comic book of sandman but the books you know that were released from vertigo you know right i want to see all that shit
0: oh oh okay yeah like i don't i don't understand that either though but but that's a mean. And then on top of that, they have that Watchmen show on HBO that was supposed to be very good. Yeah, they like, got cancelled too. Yeah. But I apparently that was like a they it was more like a mini series to the people who produced it.
1: Uh yeah, cool. I mean I was definitely yeah. <laughs> interested in watching it. Like I was good off the movie. I mean, like I saw the movie, I liked it, you know, I'm a fan yeah. of the Zack Snyder movie, I'm a fan of the comic book. I'm good. I, I was I was okay, like I saw. I, the-
0: I agree,
1: yeah. I saw the show and I was like, okay, cool, you know. It doesn't have any of the characters that I was interested in for the movie, so whatever. I mean, you lost me, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, It was like, yeah, I agree. You know, Versace
1: was- fucking, you know, his head exploded. Not his head, I'm sorry, his whole body exploded right. at the end of the movie. So, you know, it's not following Dr. Manhattan, you know, which is a fail. I think they should have followed him just directly. It's not following, um, you know, the owl or anything like right. that, you know. It's just some other characters, some, like, police force or some shit. It's, like, years after or something. I'm like, okay, I don't know, whatever. I don't really want to get into another universe. I'm good off that.
0: Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I agree, but at the same time, that's also DC content. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they have, you know. Yeah,
1: it's there if you want to see it. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and at the same time, like, you and I, I admit, like, I got a little more interested as soon as all this Justice League stuff started coming out
1: yeah you know absolutely me too
0: like we started talking about like justice league and superman and batman and all that stuff and then i'm like you know what i want to see all this dc stuff yeah like i that's what you did too you were just like fuck yeah you told me like you sailed me oh i signed up for it and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm like here you go enjoy <laughs> yeah you're like fuck it i'm gonna sign up for dude, it dude yeah because so yeah, it it's paid off already dude yeah. it's
1: it's uh what is it? It's $7.99 or $8.99 a month or something. But for that, it's like please. Right? Like comic books now are like what four or five dollars sometimes. So it's so like it's like buying two comic books, maybe three. And yeah, and, and that's a weekly expense to comic books, right? Like this is a monthly expense, and they have so much fucking content, man. Um I can't wait until they put the Christopher Nolan Batmans on there. Um, but they have all the old school Batman's, you know, with Keaton, the Kilmer one, George Clooney one, obviously.
0: And then um, you know what? They have the other ones in HBO Max. So there you go. No, like, they don't have where, the um, they don't have the Nolan stuff. I thought they did.
1: No, they don't have it yet. I think it has to be something with like uh, rights with Legendary and a an like, streaming service because th- yeah. that's how Disney uh, um, Disney is uh, um, doing it because uh, certain films are still under rights to uh, a streaming service. So right. th- that's why when you click on like a, a video or a movie, I'm sorry, on Disney, it's going to say, oh, this will be available in fucking 2025 or some shit. Yeah, right? I don't
0: know why they put it there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah, like so it why even me off. Do that?
1: Yeah. Like with uh, um, I know, the first one, my kids wants to watch the, uh, the live action Beauty and the Beast, right? They say, uh-huh. oh, it'll be available in September 2020 or some shit. I'm like, right. OK, so why even you know bother? it? Like, Like, why put it there?
0: Yeah, but on the other hand, you know, you got DC, where it's like you got all the, on the DC Universe app, uh, like, I know we sound like shills, but honestly, like, Dude. there's a lot of stuff, because, like, DC's always been good at TV, and then once once you start, like, watching this stuff, you're like, man, they really always do get it. Dude, you know, speaking it, of
1: fucking getting it, hmm. um, have you seen uh, uh, the new Justice League Dark?
0: yeah that's what I'm saying we were we were like that's another part of that universe that they just kind of understand home video and home entertainment.
1: Justice League dark is absolutely awesome. Have you seen it? Yes, yes, yes. dude uh fucking wow, it is so dark, unexpectedly dark. I didn't expect it to be that wild in terms of like loss of life it was awesome it was really good i don't want to spoil it because you know it, it's going to be out for a bit so i'm not going yeah. to switch it for a while but um yeah just check it out it's super dark it takes you for a ride there's great action in it and it's just very well done and again another example of dc having a great animated
0: universe right? yeah like this was uh if you've if you've seen the flashpoint paradox oh, like if it. you yeah yeah if if you if you buddies out there, if you are caught up to date with all these DC animated movies, you watch Flashpoint Paradox. This is basically what this is. Like it's it's the end of another animated universe. So like that's not spoiling everything. It's just saying like that like this is how they ended. This is a big finale. So it definitely feels like a finale. There's a lot of like like <laughs> Arturo said. There's a lot of just surprising shit in there that you don't expect. It's so good. Yeah, and it's just it's a finale and it's just it pays off like all these other movies that you've been watching like um Justice League War was the first one. Where yes. we got we got the new version of the Green Lantern and stuff like that. And and that's the one where that became a meme, but he just got beat up by the paratroopers like Mad Quick. <laughs> 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 but uh but yeah but like sore up
1: in this one though
0: yeah oh well, yeah and then this is justice league dark part two which we already got the g- first good one with john constantine with a really good version of that character and actually constantine on tv has been really good in general
1: yeah like, I, I agree i like, like uh, that like it sucks they canceled it but again it was fox and fox always loves to cancel shit super dude early.
0: it's great that dude comes back in legends of T- tomorrow
1: i've seen the clips of him there Yeah, so that's cool i'm glad they did that because then that kind of like you mentioned before that leaves uh like a continuity you know like oh that's the same character so cool
0: yeah and you know it's dope too they they have a crossover with lucifer during the the crisis so lucifer's officially like lucifer was like you like you said in this universe already like in the dc stuff but then, and then there's that too. There's Lucifer. He was. They had a contract thing going back and forth over whether or not they're gonna do season six. And yeah, it got picked up for season six. So like, and he's back on it, Tom Ellis. So uh, if you fell off of that show, or two...
1: I, I, I did fall off of that show because like, it's okay
0: because there's it, so much content. It, I get it just
1: it, it just <laughs> became super like the same over and over again.
0: I, I get it. I understand. Yeah, and it, like I told you, it's episodic. But I also watched it when I worked, so you know, I, <laughs> under- I that's that's the problem with like all these DC shows too. At the same time, you know, there's a lot of them that are like that, like the Arrowverse. Yeah, that, that, yeah, like that's like Crisis is definitely worth it. But at the same time, like. It's a huge investment, dude.
1: Anyways, you know what? The other, <laughs> <laughs> another huge investment. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of superhero talk, um, and uh, it's fun though. It's not much. It's like we just keep saying there's not much out there, new. Like, so it, just to circle back this, like, first conversation before we get into the nitty gritty of the cast without theaters, right? we're yeah. depending a lot more on these streaming services to provide us with these content with uh, with all this uh, with this with all all this variety of content you know whether it's the kind you watch or the kind you read with the dc universe for example but there are many streaming services who now i think should take the advantage and you know and and have the balls to fucking hey you know what Let's put on some good fucking movies out there because if people are there, like people will rent fucking movies. If you put good movies out there, right, with good mm-hmm. actors, with a decent mm-hmm. story, you put a good trailer out there, you'll get somebody to give you, you know, to rent it for fucking $19.99 or something. Dude, just do it. Make little movies. You don't have to make these big old fucking movies now, you know. Um, now it's different. You can still make the big ones and then you can figure out how to fucking stream that shit. But make the small movies and... Release them on like a Hulu or like a Netflix thing or like um, uh, uh, an HBO Max shit or Mm -hmm. a fucking DC Universe shit. But there's enough um, providers out there that these guys should not have a problem giving the audience new movies. And Mm -hmm. I'm hoping we get new movies soon because I want to see new movies. We it's already June, so we should have seen what Spiral already. We should have seen Spiral already. Candyman was supposedly coming out this month. What else? So not yeah. horror. I don't even know. But like, yeah, fuck it man.
0: was like we we lost out on Antlers. Oh yeah, fucking
1: on, Antlers was coming out in April.
0: Yeah, like we we lost out on the, the Oh other Quiet Conjurer. Place Two. Yeah, Quiet Place Two was the big one. We lost out on that other Conjuring. Oh, they're moving from September, obviously, right? We were set up for like a good. We were set up for like a good horror summer in general. Like a, we were just like enough enough to where it was like one every couple of weeks, you know. Like yeah, it, it was a good. It was a good little spread.
1: But you know what though. But you know what, Sex? I think we'll be all right. We uh, we conjured up our little own summer event here at, uh, at the morgue, and I think you guys will enjoy it. Uh, we started last week without really kind of putting it out there, but we did start last week with the Scream franchise. And uh, what I'm really referring to is the Final Girl theory. The theory that there is this one person, usually a woman, who mm-hmm. is... Either a virgin or an innocent person, per se, right? Go through hell and usually defeat the bad guy, right? And we saw that with Sidney Prescott in all four of the screams, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Always there at the end, always fucking finding a way to fight back, which is great. Which um, we mentioned as well in in the Screamcast we we did that she is one to fight back, which is awesome. It wasn't like she was some kind of dainty little... Um, Girl, and usually the final girl looks that way but ends up being a badass. And Sydney was definitely one of them, and Nev Campbell was great as Sydney Prescott. Um, And that is what we have uh, thought of for this summer. Uh, It's the summer of the final girls. We are gonna start putting out uh, some episodes out there focusing on uh, an actress, Uh, for instance, uh, what you can say, a Jamie Lee Curtis in her role in um in freaking prom night or her mm-hmm. role in halloween or her role in uh where is it was a fright train is it i think it is yes. um so she's been in a lot of movies um and you can say the same for Sigourney weaver you, she's she was the final girl in all the alien flicks um so it's it's a fun concept and i think a very important concept in horror as i always say um a good horror movie needs a strong female lead and uh and why not celebrate that here at the morgue um with uh some very cool episodes down the line for you guys and uh, tonight we're just gonna talk about the one that kind of got it stirring a little bit the actual movie the final girls right that um idea was very cool i i never seen it until just recently um and i've always wanted to watch it because it just looked like a fun movie and it was it was a fun movie i i really enjoyed it and you definitely a, a recommended that to me and thank you for that so <laughs> i had fun watching it it was a nice short movie now we're in 30 minutes right and the, it's well paced um for for the amount of heaviness that there is in the movie because of the emotions in there with, yes, because uh, because uh, off the bat, you know, um,
0: she yeah. Loses I didn't, I didn't yeah, True. I didn't tell you about all that part. No, dude, right.
1: I, I had no clue. So I was watching it, you know, uh, um, and that happened. I was like, holy shit! I did not see that coming. So yeah, um, the movie follows uh, this girl who loses her mother um, and kind of is haunted by her in a way because she was part of a, uh, a horror franchise when she was a young actress. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and they always have kind of shout outs to that movie. And she's re- reminded when she gets invited to, uh, it's like a little like uh, marathon of that franchise. Yes. Um, so it's well paced because there's that emotion in the beginning, which uh, you don't expect it because you think it's taking you some one way. Right. And it, it, it puts a whole different kind of spin on it which i think was really cool um and uh, it was it was a good twist because it starts off with the original movie right With the actual uh, movie that they're uh, kind of parodying in in the movie i should say and that's not really confusing but um that's the kind of the movie so you have a movie within a movie that i'm still a little confused as to how certain things happened because they don't yeah. really explain that
0: yeah that's the other thing about it like it's it's really goofy and yeah. it just kind of it kind of hopes you you kind of just you like for, forgive it. I honestly it,
1: did. Like I accepted it, but just like thinking back, I'm like damn.
0: So yeah, there's there's like a a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense about it's it's logic. Yeah. And like I've I've said it on the show before where like the logical world really needs to like be solid in order to do anything, but like in this one it's so much like it it kind of covers that up with the heart of the story. Like it makes yeah. sure it has, like like you, you've said it before, where it's more about story than gimmick. Exactly, and like yeah, the meta gimmick, like it, it they kind of, they kind of speed through that pretty quickly too. Like you, you're talking about the pacing, like yeah. they kind of do the meta stuff for like maybe like ten minutes, and then it turns into like all of them trying to just survive this horror movie. But then, then they kind of take the action tone. Where it's like, um, it there's a there's an actual switch in the movie where where she does the the stripper the stripper scene, and it's kind of action shot. Yeah, where it's like you, you you see the shot of the fog, and then you see her doing the like, and she's doing like these, it, it's like wild and fast movements and stuff, you know. And it's an action scene, and then you're like, okay, now it's a little action movie, uh, you know, it's, like. Like you said there's a lot of it's a lot of pacing and there's a, there's a lot to it it's very smart it's very smart
1: um it's funny i was laughing out loud like for real um <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's this guy the guy from uh fucking um what's that show the office oh, show what was it uh, called
0: thomas middleditch yeah
1: Right, he was good. Yes, he was good yeah. for sure. The, the brother, right? That was the brother. Uh, the guy who who had the marathon. Yes, he yes. was funny. I liked him, and I also uh, um, uh, he's one of those dudes from that uh, group of guys from that show on uh, comedy central about, uh, Oh, workaholics. The-
0: oh yeah. Adam divine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Adam Devine, he was hilarious. <laughs> and it was great because, um, it, I think the pacing was so well and I think they got away with their holes because it was, it was a B movie anyway.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah,
1: you're right. The, the movie that was kind of being praised in this actual film was a B movie, so it had holes. And then the the, the characters were so eccentric. Um, like Adam Devine's character was hilarious. He, like he was the jock, and he was he's like he wanted to do everybody, you know that. And that was funny. And then you had the I think the Tina character, which was uh, the one that had to get a uh, naked no matter what, right? yeah um, so that was good so they had a lot of things in there that were surprisingly kind of i didn't expect it to be that good honestly and i'm glad i saw it it was a fun movie and i think they were able to play with this idea like you mentioned because of the heart of the story because yes. you wanted to see exactly what was going on because um, you kind of um saw like where the shit was going when you know uh this girl didn't want to when max the girl didn't want to give up her mother you know mm-hmm. so she wanted to kind of take her back and i'm like oh no you're gonna like no this is what they said don't get attached she's not real she's not fucking real man and like you know there was a story there of her wanting to see her mother again and the fact that she can see her mother in this kind of way was kind of wild for her and that was a real movie and it was cool because it that cool that simple very kind of um you know soft story was wrapped around this horror right and that's how you kind of do it you know yeah that's how you yeah go for it because
0: no no because the horror is not like super dark or anything like that. no it's not it's very
1: campy like you know it's very campy slasher horror you know yeah. Um even it, the the bad guy in the movie, the Billy had this crazy looking like tiki looking mask, which was wild. Yeah. I'm like, I can't believe they actually made that.
0: Yeah, but that like that's part of the thing, like it, there's like purple neon lighting and lightning and fog and like it, it's it you know, there's a lot of Dutch angles. yeah so, You know, where it's like like a lot of the sideways kind of thing. A
1: great point <laughs> too, because that that lightning and that purple lighting actually happens when she turns into the official final girl right so there's yeah. that twist where she thinks she's gonna die but it's like oh no wait like you're not the final girl yet so you know right. when the final girl mode kicks in she becomes a fucking sydney prescott and scream four right and yeah yeah we're sh- and aliens <laughs> we're sh- and shit all badass and shit just jump it off um and you know with a running around with a machete right
0: she, she basically turns like it turns into like a marvel movie we were just or we were just talking about dc stuff like, she's flying around he's like throwing her across the lawn she's like sliding on the ground you know
1: and that's you the remember? action that we're talking about <laughs> before as well right so you get that blend of action you get the comedy you um and it's all sprinkled with undertoes of horror all throughout because it's based in the yeah. slasher gimmick and they have some pretty decent-looking um, uh, practical effects. I think when they do the kills, like the you know the, the machete chops and shit, we're all looking practical. Right. Um, it was fun. It was a fun movie to watch, and and that's um, and it's cool that they brought up the final girl idea because that is an idea that has been around for a long time, and I've always stressed it um, of having that strong female lead in a horror movie is what ma- makes a horror movie great. It's not easy so to wrap up this final girls conversation really the idea of the final girl has been around for a while now um it's done well sometimes it's done terribly sometimes Mm -hmm. but the idea has always there and we just wanted to kind of celebrate that this summer since there's no new content you know we might as well go back and just kind of you know go through Mm -hmm. all the good actresses you have in the horror genre a lot of actresses and actors um get their start in fucking horror you know what i mean like johnny depp and nightmare on elm street that was i think his first movie i think brad pitt but one of his first movies the horror movie i think as well um like actresses as well they started in horror and then they fucking Mm -hmm. make it big time um it's uh it's cool to see people like jamie lee curtis have like just be like a horror darling um young in their careers you know and then just uh her role back again successfully you know that's pretty dope um and you have actresses like barbara crampton who has been in fucking everything like reanimator and from beyond and um uh, uh and at the gates and yeah. she's done she's just like this woman who is like uh and elvira a jace kind of thing you just kind of put her in a movie and, and fanboys go crazy which is nuts i've seen i've seen it happen at some film festivals and it's fucking it's hilarious and then you have like i said a sigourney weaver you have uh a samara weaving and the babysitter i'm <laughs> ready or not right and then well, uh, you have melissa george from 30 days of night she was in turistas uh she was in um in triangle uh and there's just a lot of good actresses and we're gonna just um have fun this summer bring you guys Mm -hmm. a lot of great actresses and a lot of
0: talking about talking about those scream queens man
1: yeah the scream queens dude um it's fun because that's the heart of horror man is a a good scream queen yeah you might have a good monster but when you have a good scream queen attached to that franchise it kind of it kind of
0: lives forever you know i mean it takes talent it takes a certain kind of like. Speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, I remember uh, one of our one of our bunnies. Uh, she mentioned how like she mentioned one little thing Jamie Lee Curtis does in that movie in Halloween. Oh, the keys! Yeah, that I've never <laughs> noticed before. But now I'm like, wow, that was a little detail that stuck yeah. with her that now sticks with me because I'm like, wow, it, it, just stuff like that that takes talent. The keys. <laughs> keys. <laughs> yeah that was good yeah and i'm like and, and it's and uh, I was like wow that's true like that was a little
1: yeah dude and and that was all jamie lee curtis uh, man all jamie lee yeah. curtis and then the, for instance uh you have S- a sigourney weaver doing all kinds of different versions of ripley yeah. right because technically you get a different version of Ripley <laughs> in every fucking
0: A's that's true that's uh, absolutely oh, true man.
1: and and then you have a, a Mila Jovovich, who kind of just owns a whole fucking what was it eight movies of Resident <laughs> Evil, right?
0: No, it was like shit. I think you no, it was like five. It was five. Is it five? Is it? Is it? I thought it was at least like six or no, seven. you or know something, what? There's a lot. You're probably right. There's probably a six. Like it, it was a bunch <laughs> of them. But she's you know
1: she's all in that shit, which yeah, is great. They're good doing for her. Uh, she's you know? doing
0: Monster Hunter next with her husband. The so yeah. I, I heard about that that'll yeah. be fun
1: oh um, and you have uh, Kate Beckinsale in the Underworld series right right um, uh, you have um, uh, shit man you have uh, oh you have A.J. Barbeau yeah who was um, in uh, Swamp Thing she was in The Fog Ooh. I think she was in the original Mist yeah. as well um, uh, and she was uh, a, a, a good gag joke in fucking uh, C-Lab yeah.
0: Um <laughs> oh, yeah the, the, the,
1: the, the adrian yeah. bot, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's
1: like get me the adrian Barbobot. <laughs> so um but yeah so she was dope too um dude you have a bunch of great actresses and we're gonna talk about all that all summer mm-hmm. long thanks for joining us tonight um and this quick little chit chat about uh the future of the movie industry where the fuck you think it's mm-hmm. going how we're gonna get our content and uh our preview of the Final Girls um, summer event here at the Corpse Feed and the Morgue. Uh, and stay tuned to all the f- all the social feeds during this summer long event. Um, it's going to be pretty much clogged up with uh, cool actress stuff and Final Girls stuff. And, uh, all you good know,
0: Scream Queens, man.
1: All good Scream Queen mm-hmm. shit. Maybe that's show Scream Queens. Have you seen Scream Queens, by yes, the way? Yes,
0: and... I tried to give it a
1: chance. I think I, I, I went through almost the bulk of the first season. Right. Um, I was disappointed. Yes. Um like I just didn't know what to expect and I, I just didn't it was I didn't know what to expect but it wasn't what I expected it <laughs> yeah, to be. I didn't like, like it.
0: You didn't know what to expect, but you you got what you didn't expect. It's like Yeah, exactly. I was like, Oh shit, this shit looks cool and I'm like, Oh,
1: what's what <laughs> uh, what's going on? Yeah, I'm
0: like it, and, it's yeah it, it, for me i get that it works 100 percent of the time sometimes where it's like that cheesiness and the horror kind of fits because they they have one scene where it's like they it's these guys wrecking up a street and fighting each other to back streets back like it,
1: yes i think yeah <laughs> i remember that scene and that's yeah.
0: a, like that was a like i'm like okay yeah. it's perfectly cheesy and it's like it all just yeah it just works it, but it yeah it,
1: it that's the thing it was weird yeah you know it was like oh, wait a minute what am i looking at here and then you step back and my wife kind of put it um, clearly when she saw what i was watching she was like why are you watching teenage show and i'm like oh <laughs> i'm like oh that's why i'm all kind of like i don't know what i'm watching right now you know i guess i i'm not the demographic you know? um it's not because um the trailer for that show gave you vibes of like of, of um, american horror story right. and shit like that so you're like oh shit maybe this is gonna be cool and then it just turned out to be kind of like
0: <laughs>
1: um and speaking of teenage shows just real quick before we get out of here um have you seen that scream show on mtv i know you like you're a scream fan have you seen that i show?
0: saw the first two seasons i did not see the third or i don't even know if they did a fourth one uh,
1: Does it have anything to do
0: with the story of the movie? No, it's kind of like a Jace. Like, there's no like oh. direct like, there's no direct ties. Except to, like, the... Do
1: they have their own version of Sidney Prescott, like, pretty much?
0: Yeah, it's kind of, like, their own, like, so it's, like, a season, like, yeah, it's an AU. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's, um... Yeah, it's a
0: season-long mystery of, like, who Ghostface is, and, like... Yeah, you you know what's funny about, like, you know, like, at least I
1: have to give it to MTV. I'm not a fan of those shows. I haven't really, like, stopped to watch it, but... They've tried, dude. Yeah. Like they tried to give us Teen Wolf, right? Like a like an a uh, an adult version, kind and of. You know, it was a know, big, version of Teen it was Wolf. a big
0: hit with those teens, like, dude. Yeah, they liked that chair. They, they, right? they did and like twenty seasons, saw, and shit. Yeah,
1: dude. I think I saw some kind of like transformation, and I was pretty, you know, impressed. I was like, holy shit, this is kind of violent. It was cool, and then they did the fucking scream and the scream queen shit, um, like th- th- that whole like mtv and like scream queens wasn't really mtv but it was fox but it just felt like it was part of that yeah whole thing. you
0: know uh speaking of scream queens uh so there was a reality show on vh1 where uh it was actually called scream queens and they would do that like they their challenges were like little movie challenges every week it was dope but like so, oh, I think I heard so i'm that. pretty sure you you've Heard about it at least because the winner she ended up being in, uh, I think it was Saw Five. I want to say it was the one where it starts out with the secretary and she's like trapped in some f- weird thing. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, they're all
0: trapped in. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, no, It's like <laughs> I basically said the start to every one of the movies, mm-hmm. so uh, my bad, but like, um, so the winner actually got a part in Saw, so it was dope. That's yeah awesome. and uh. It had on like a, a bunch of the saw people to like judging and stuff. Point. Uh, it had the the girl from Alex Mack. Like she came back to like just be... It. Alex Mack. Wow. Or it was no wait no. It's a
1: throwback right there. If folks. it
0: wasn't Alex Mack, which is the one where she turned into like a liquid.
1: Alex fucking okay, this- Mack, dude. T one thousand Chase, dude. <laughs> it was so cool. It was a good show. Yeah.
0: It was but a like good show.
1: I, I had a crush on her when I was a me kid
0: too. That's why I watched the screen Preach show. But point is, like that was <laughs> dope. And, but it also kind of enlightened me to like, you know, this is when I started to figure out, like, oh, they actually put a ton of work into this stuff.
1: They yeah. did. They did put a ton of work into it, but it, like the story just fucking lost. Yeah. Me. Like I said, I, I don't think it was aimed.
0: Yeah, at yeah. And this is all this stuff. Like it's like uh, the horror and like these final girls that we were talking about, the Scream Queens, where it's like they they deserve they deserve all that praise and attention for how much work they put into all this stuff. And also, it's also, true. When you think of horror, you think of the summer. And the Summer Slashers, and usually that's what it is, and you know. Yeah,
1: Summer Slashers, mm-hmm, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Summer of Scream Queens, Summer of Final Girls. Um, it's going to be fun, and I'm glad you guys are here along for the ride, man. And like I said, uh, stay tuned to all the social feeds, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, it's going to, you know, like all Summer Long, it's going to be filled up with uh, all Final girl shit. All awesome actresses. All awesome movie shits. And um, once again, it's a scary world out there, folks. Especially these times. Please stay safe. And uh, we're here to walk you through this.